Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori. Hi, everybody. I'm Leslie. Today, we are continuing our journey of the fear gates in the spleen. This is the last episode with the splenic center. Uh, Lori, do you want to start us out on the discussion today? Sure. Let's start uh, first with a quick overview of the splenic fear gates for people who are just joining us and maybe missed the previous episodes. Splenic fears are felt in your body. They're not fears you're thinking about and processing mentally. They stem from an awareness of what's going on around, what's going on in the world around you. They're instinctual and primitive in nature and are based on keeping you safe. Gate 48 is known as the gate of depth. When it's connected to gate 16, it forms the channel of the wavelength or the channel of design or the channel of talent. The fear associated with gate 48 is the fear of inadequacy. Gate 48 is part of the collective circuit and is in the understanding subcircuit. The energy for this subcircuit is logical. It's driven to look at past patterns and to figure out what works and what doesn't work, to find solutions and then share the information or insights with the collective. The energy of Gate 48 is a drive to study or analyze things in depth. It's sometimes referred to as the well, which is just a descriptive word that means it goes deep. You can't see the bottom of it. So people who have this gate defined are driven to take what they learn to a very deep level. There can be a tendency to overanalyze things because they feel like they haven't gotten to the bottom of something or they feel like the depth of their understanding isn't enough. There's still, basically, they feel like there's still more to learn or to understand. This doubt can make them feel like they're not prepared enough to share what they know. This is especially true for people who don't have gate 16 defined, which is the channel of skills. So for someone who has gate 48 defined, but gate 16 is undefined, their doubts and fears may be even more extreme than for people who have both gates defined. If someone only has gate 48 defined, they may attempt to overcompensate for their feelings of inadequacy by trying to develop skills. It's kind of weird how that works, but basically having only part of the channel of talent defined, having gate 48 defined and gate 16 undefined, you don't carry the fixed energy of gate 16. So you'll never be able to move beyond the fear of inadequacy by trying to create or hold the fixed energy of gate 16. It's important to remember that when you have gates that are undefined in your chart, you'll experience the energy of these gates during transits or through other people. It's a variable energy that you don't hold on, that you don't hold, but you experience it temporarily. So if only gate 48 is defined in your chart, you'll never hold the energy of gate gate 16. Even if you... And then even if you have channel 1648 defined, you may still experience the fear of inadequacy, but you'll have the fixed energy of gate 16 to help you develop the skills. Sometimes people with gate 48 defined will feel insecure about their credentials and always feel like they need more diplomas, certificates, 
degrees or experiences to prove to themselves and others that they do have the depth of knowledge they think is required to be an expert or to be believable. The way to move beyond the fear of inadequacy associated with Gate 48, if you have it defined, is to study things in depth as you're designed to do and to trust that when you're called upon to share, you'll have the words to explain it. Gate 48 is part of a projected channel. So regardless of your human design type, you still need to be invited to share for other people to be receptive to what you have to say and for it to have the right impact. The fear of inadequacy or of being unprepared is probably unfounded most of the time since the nature of this gate is to study things in depth. So you move beyond the fear by being prepared and not letting the fear hold back, hold you back from sharing what you know when you're asked to share. I don't have this gate defined in my chart. I know some people who have gate 48 defined and other people who have gate 16 defined, but I haven't seen too many people with the entire channel. Leslie, you have gate 16 defined. Um, do you want to describe how you experienced it in relation to gate 48? Sure. So I do have um, gate 48. Uh, I do not have gate 48, sorry, defined. But um, 16 is actually in my um, defined in my unconscious son. And I do have the completely open splenic center. So what I've experienced was um, being like what you're talking about earlier is that certification junkie and um, not feeling adequate with my skills and then thinking I need to know more and just kind of keep going and keep going with the schooling. So this fear really did kind of hold me back for years. And um, because of that thinking of more certifications would bring a sense of self-assuredness. But uh, really, the fear just really um, holds us back and tricks us into thinking that it's it's protecting us, but it's really not. It's just kind of keeping us in a same space. So um, that's really all I have to say about that. Uh, Lori, is there anything else you would want to um, say to wrap up the Splenic Center? Yeah, I think I, I was going to ask you, and it's something that we talked about earlier, and we've also talked about it in other episodes about the um, electromagnetics. So so you have uh, one of your human design teachers, actually the main human design teacher, she has gate 48 to find. And um, that's something that, because I know we've talked about like just how you're really drawn to her, t- to the way that she teaches because you're confident in, in just her knowledge of the subject, you know, so you, I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? About that. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, 16 to get a skills really connects with her 48. And, um, you know, she really does go into the depth of um, her teachings. And then I feel like I am gaining more skills because of being able to really grasp what she's saying and, and bring it all into um, in context for me. So yeah, it definitely, it's a, a draw for me with her. And um, yeah, she's been a great teacher for me. Yeah. So um, I don't think I have anything else to add uh, to either the Splenic, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the Splenic Center or uh, Gate 48. Um, so we're going to, we're going to change our focus to the fears of the Ajna Center. Um, Leslie, you want to share some initial information about the fears of the Ajna and then in our next episode, we'll start getting into the gates of the Ajna. Sure, I'd love to. So as we continue on the topic of fear, we are now going to look at the fear gates of the Ajna Center. And the Ajna is one of the three awareness centers in the body graph, as we have mentioned, the splenic and the solar plexus being the other two. 
um, when we come to the Ajna awareness, it's about mind consciousness, which operates over all time. So this is a big part of why we think we must make mental decisions. Mind consciousness can conceptualize outside the present moment, and therefore we worry about the future and regret or obsess about the past. This uncertainty of staying in the now is why using the Ajna Center, uh, deci- Ajna Center for decisions um, does not really work. So the brilliant part of our minds is how it measures and compares, justifies and realizes, rationalizes and finds answers, develops and shares opinions, has ideas and insights. But when it comes to personal choices, it can't be trusted to process the data because it's self-perception, it's not accurate. This applies if your Ajna Center is defined, colored in, or undefined white in your design. So the way the Ajna works is it sees and hears the world around us, and that is and that is how it researches, investigates, analyzes, and categorizes its cognitive comprehension into language. And when it's um, connected to the throat, it can express what it has learned. So learning how to use the center as a witness uh, takes practice observing our minds as like a third party. So a good way to start is by choosing words like my mind thinks, believes, rather than I think. This practice can help you tune into the fact that you cannot rely on what your conditioned mind thinks about your life to make personal decisions. So let's do an overview with the Ajna being defined and undefined. So if you have a defined Ajna center, which is colored in, you have a fixed and reliable way of processing and interpreting information. So this depends on the gates and or channels that are defined within the center, which will give you its detailed way of processing. Your thinking patterns are repeated, are repeated patterns and possibly even obsessive thinking. This could result in a mental anxiety from spending so much energy trying to figure it all out in your head. The conditioning of taking action on the mind's thoughts of your personal situation and not following strategy and authority. Another trait of defined Ajna can be pressuring others to be certain like you are or give up their certainty for yours. The defined Ajna when operating correctly is the mind operates in a consistent and and trustworthy. Being influenced by another's presence is not likely if you are working from strategy and authority. You have a dependable and correct incorrectly limited fixed way of thinking. So now if we look at the undefined Ajna center, which would be white in the body graph, is um, adaptable in mental process and has a potential to be highly intelligent. There is a flexibility and openness to conceptualizing, especially when the themes you have in the defined gate and line activations in your design. The undefined Ajna operating incorrect will notice an uneasiness with uncertainty of thought and then try to compensate by being fixed in opinions, insight, and ideas. Then possibly pushing to convince others or self you are certain or intelligent. The open Ajna can experience being challenged about their mental abilities, which can be traumatic in life. This could lead to rigidity in beliefs and holding on to concepts that just do not serve. The undefined conditioned Ajna mind pretends to be certain about things, which leads to making conceptual defensive decisions and then brings the not self theme of your type and mental anxiety. When you're operating correctly as someone with an undefined Ajna center, you have an ability to to develop wisdom about the variety of mental concepts you encounter in life. Your inconsistent ways of thinking doesn't bother you and you learn to enjoy having no fixed way of processing thoughts. You are open to all kinds of concepts and ideas. 
being fluid and adaptable in your mental process. You are also con concerned about presenting yourself as smart, having all the answers, or being consistent mentally. Allowing thoughts to float by without being attached allows you to recognize truly valuable concepts worth pondering. So I know I have a defined head in Ajna, but it is defined through the channel that through a channel that's actually half conscious and half unconscious. So I feel if I am not working through my um, my strategy and authority, I will feel, I will feel more like I have an undefined Ajna. But with that said, I witness how my mind loves to go around and around the past um, through the channel of the 6447. So if I choose to let it take over, it can really keep me stuck in the past thinking about an outcome I have experienced and it, thinking it's going to happen again. But it seems like over time, something will click and allow me to come to some sort of clarity around what I've been obsessing about. Um, and this can take sometimes just hours or days or even years. But that seems to be like my process with that defined um, Ajna and head center. So um, I know, Laura, yours is completely open. Do you have anything? It's not, yeah, it, it's not complete. I mean, it's open as far as I don't have I, like a channel um, defining it, but I've got I've got one defined gate in it. So, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy for me. I um, like I, I think as I've gotten older that the the uncertainty, like it, it doesn't bother me as much if like if I don't know what I think or if I don't I don't know, it's. I'm more, I'm more at ease with it. Um, mm -hmm. and I think one thing I do like about it is that like, I like with, okay. Like sometimes if I'm, if I'm in a situation and it's like, because I can see like both sides of things or I can see different opinions or I can see other things and I don't, I don't hold on to that tightly, like my own opinion. Well, that's one of the gates in there, but, but just in general, um, I, I mean, I think, I, I have opinions. I mean, everybody has opinions and I have certain ways that I think, but I also have, I like the, the, the fact that I have an open mind in a lot of ways and I'm willing to, to take things into consideration and not be so set on what I think. Cause I know I don't know everything. You know what I mean? It's right. like, you know, like, and you know, what I think about things and that gets into opinions again, gate 17, but, um, but it, you know, it's like my opinion's my opinion. And it's like, I mean, it, you know, it matters more to me than it does to anybody else. So I'm not, you know, if somebody asks, I'll tell them, but, but just in general, I, I, I don't, having oh, an open yeah. doesn't bother me so much anymore, but I just wanted to say you, um, you did a great job giving an overview of it. Um, there, there are a few things I, I, I wanted to add if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Okay. So I just, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, adding to what you've already said, you already covered it. Uh, and, you know, with a lot of details, but anyway, basically the, the fears of the Ajna, fears associated with the Ajna are fears of the mind. It's where anxiety surfaces and the fears aren't related to survival, like the fears of the splenic center. The, the mind is powerful. It can make you believe, the, it can make you believe that things are real when they aren't. The purpose of the mind is to analyze things and to process information, but it isn't where your best decisions will be made. The Ajna has six different types of fear or anxiety that are associated with the gates in the Ajna Center. When you have any of the six gates defined, you'll experience the energy in one of two ways. If it's defined through a channel or connected to another gate, you your fears or anxiety will have a consistent way of re resolving themselves. And if you have it undefined 
or it's a hanging gate, the fear, the fear or anxiety can be magnified. It's, it's just not as easy for you to identify, process, or conceptualize the information or energy. So I think that's all I have to say about the Ajna. Okay, great. Um, so I think this is really going to be a fun series um, of podcasts and, and so important as individuals to be a witness of when and how this energy is being played out for all of us. Because I think if we're defined or undefined, um, there's a lot of similarities and our minds are just very busy. <laughs> so um, I really don't have anything else to add at this time. So Lori, um, do you want to wrap it up for the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That'll wrap things up for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. In our next episode, we'll begin talking about the fears that can be found in the Ajna Center. In that episode, we'll begin with Gates 17 and 43. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, you can find them on our website at www.alignandachievebydesign.com. The show notes will be listed under Podcasts Episode 5. If you'd like to join us as we continue to explore the human design fear gates, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks again and have a great day. Thanks everyone.